Got light, Ted. Anyone doing that one? Which way? I'm doing it. The Sausage Hut! Ah! I guess one of us has to keep an eye on you off. Oh, I can take it. I can take it. You're off. I, I'll be like, I'm at the. I'm coaching the game. Uh, That's how Mark Aram operates. You may lose. What up, what up, what up? See Swizzle. Hey. You're live in the sausage hut. You've got Johnny Kobasa. You've got... Oh, where's there? There's an echo going on there. That's weird. Oh, really? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You've got El Chapo going on, too. Yes. Okay, cool. I can... Hello, hello, hello. Okay. Did you do something different? How about now? Yeah, no, the echo's gone. That's weird. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm in my car and I think I had the speakerphone on my car or on my phone, but I needed to run it through the car. Oh, you mean your Tesla three? Is that what you're oh, you saying? My, your car? <laughs> you mean my you mean my spaceship? Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Say hi to El Chapo, C sweet. El Chapo What's up, executive perspectives? <laughs> So we, yeah. I thought I was alone, but I'm not alone. No more. El Chapo is also in attendance. That's fantastic. Sorry for the delay, but it, um, this is quickly turning into an extravaganza. We tried to get the ghost to come, but he was like, oh, I just ordered food. Sorry. I'd like to bring your food. It's okay. No, sorry. Blah, blah, blah. But then uh, Thor might come over too, and uh, Thor, Thor has been on the podcast before. He hasn't been on the podcast in a while, and Esteban, who was also on one podcast, may come too. And El Chapo's girlfriend might come as well. So we don't I, know what's going I, on. This is the last day of 30 podcasts in 30 days. So we're bringing everybody in. And we're definitely happy to have you here. Are you are you out in the middle of nowhere in your in your brand new car? or? Uh, well, I, uh, I, I had the car flown to Dubai. And uh, I'm just cruising around. <laughs> Self-service here is not that great. But uh, gotcha. it's weird because like. I, do, you, do you drive on the other side of the road? I can't tell. It's kind of a free-for-all here. But anyway, how do I sound now? You sound perfect now. I mean, whenever you, whenever I hear you talk, it sounds great. And, and thank you, Elon Musk, for making the phone connection into a car and through whatever we're working through to get here sound perfect. Because I know that he probably took that into consideration, especially when he was smoking blunts with Joe Rogan a couple weeks ago. Well, let, let, me, let me just fire off a text to him real quick. Hold on a second here. <laughs> I can't tell if, that, if that's your turn signal I'm hearing or if that's the squeak of uh, dry erase markers. <laughs> Kielbasa says thanks. For... Get this. Okay, cool. Uh, what would you say? What was going on? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, I I, I know he's he's got in, in, on his favorites. He's he has you know his his daughters, and then he has uh, Elon Musk right there listed in his iPhone favorites. It's great. And, you know, he's his his executive secretary, his traveling secretary, Elon Musk's cell phone in his favorites. It's crazy. So, but but you know, before we try to do anything else, C Suite, and I I thank you for being oh, here. Oh boy. Yeah, and oh and what we what we eventually want to get to is you know looking back on the month of of thirty podcasts in thirty days because this is it this is the last day oh. and and you no. and me and nobody else thought that we were actually going to make it so we're going to get to right. that. I mean, I, we're going to get to that. Okay, yeah. right. The elephant in the room, though. I mean, we're just going to cross right. over the, it. Or yeah, no. The, the, right the elephant in the room is definitely um, an unforeseen. You know, thing that came up, and that's Nad Vaculet. I mean, we thought that Nad Vaculet was going to come in to the Sausage Hut and give our marketing department a boost. And then all of a sudden, you know, being a marketing person that he was, he tried to, you know, just buffer his resume. And then all of a sudden, C-Suite Enterprises decided to say, hey, we want... 
we want hippo farts marketing in, in, in part of our thing. So, you know, I thought we were friends and then all of a sudden I heard that you were doing contract negotiations behind my back. And then there, all of a sudden there was some sort of uh, non-disclosure clause and then non-compete clause. So can you please address what you've done with my guy, Nad Vaculette? Well, I, I got some, I guess there's some breaking news. So you didn't get a phone call from my fixer? Uh, no, I got, get... oh, dude, I got some emails. I got FedEx came to my house three days in a row with these papers that I was supposed to sign. I'm like, I'm not signing anything before 10 a.m. No matter well, what. I, I, so it, it doesn't sound like to me that you've heard the, I guess the news. I, uh, you know, uh, go ahead and just take this, take this off the air right now. We'll just, this is private information. So, uh, I, you know, oh, well. So, so, so we decided that uh, it didn't make sense to uh, follow through with the contract with that vacuum. Oh man! Well, I, I, you know, at, I guess the that's end, good at for the me. end of the day, but at the end of the day, we we we've, we 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 realized that we had already you know unified our company's vision, and as we were talking about you know uh, when I first met him, I mean, he comes in with a sharp looking outfit, and I was like, oh, this is the guy that we want with our marketing team and he starts talking about, Hey, I, we're going to need this and, and all this budgetary authority requests. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if, if, if that's really in line with what I'm looking for here. And uh, I ended up signing the contract because, you know, he was making a lot of sense talking about end to end solutions for our, our data silos. And that's really something that uh, our leadership team had been talking about. And it, you know, it, it was almost like he had some insight into what was going on in our brain. And, uh, uh, but we decided that, uh, and, and honestly, it had nothing to do with our friendship. It was totally a business decision because mm. I would have done everything in my power to bury you if it was to make the right business decision. Right, but you right. understand that, <laughs> right? I mean, you appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we said uh, at, at the end of the day, it just didn't make sense for us to uh, follow through with him as we feel confident that we are you know, unified from a company visionary perspective. Wow. So he, I mean, I guess there was some sort of uh, seduction involved with his 250 slide slide deck that he likes to give to people. And apparently right off the bat, you initially said, Hey, this is something we need at the end of the day. But then at actually at the end of the week, you know, you were like, well, at the end of the day, we have to go a different route. So, uh, I mean, I guess that in, 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 at the end of the day, it was good. Uh, something good. Um, you maintained your own budgetary authority, whereas Nad Vaculette decided that he was going to go a different route and that was going to be mutually well, beneficial for both marketing departments. It, it, Is that what you're telling me? Well, it, it, it dawned on me that, you know, the, the, it was 260 slides. It, it, it didn't feel like that many. It goes by so fast, but it dawned on me that he was going so fast through his, uh, his 260 uh, piece slide piece piece, uh, that, um, I didn't have an opportunity to jump in with any questions. So he really didn't hmm. answer any questions. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Uh, we kind of got, you know, and I, as, as I thought about it, I, I was overwhelmed with excitement, but I was like, well, I wanted to ask about this and that and these other issues and dive you know, deeper, but I never really had the opportunity. I, I we kind of came to the conclusion that maybe a little bit of this was just window dressing and that there may not be any hmm. substance to uh, the the you know the end 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 solution for our data silos. Wow. So we just decided we would stop right there. Wow. Okay. I guess you figured them out. I mean, that's one thing that the marketing executive, according to Nad Vaculette, you know, he, it's I guess it's just one of those things. Once the savvy executive figures out that it's all a sham, I guess Nad Vaculette kind of fades into the background. I'll have to have a talk with him. I'm sure he's going to be disappointed about that, knowing that he I, I know he went out and bought a uh, 2014 Ford Explorer on the money that he thought he was going to be getting from C-Suite Enterprises. So maybe there's some sort of um, backwards financing that he can get from that. But um, meanwhile, I, you know, I I brought in my financial advisor, um, El Chapo, and you know I've been talking with him. We've been doing a lot of conference calls, and I've shown him a lot of PowerPoints too. And I, I think he was – what did you think of Nad Vaculette at, at – after your initial meeting with him, you know, the two hour meeting he had with the uh, 250 slide slideshare. By the way, if you want to see what we're talking about, you can go to slideshare.com slash nadvaculette and see the, the PowerPoints that he gave to C Suite Enterprises and that uh, El Chapo saw. So, um, you know, my, my Sherpa, my trusted advisor, El Chapo, 
you know, we, we had a meeting, we, we went through everything, we did the pros and cons, we got the whiteboard out, we did the flow charts, and uh, what conclusion did you come to, El Chapo? Well, I think he came across as a little uh, philosophical, and you know, you know me, I'm a little more pragmatic than that. Um, but I, I'll give him some kudos when he, uh, you know, busted out the uh, Tesla blacklight dry erase markers. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, he didn't have the blacklight, so we couldn't actually see anything he wrote up there, but he made some really good points. And, uh, you know, I, I guess we'll just have to see. Mm. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we've, we, we've got that. We've uh, uh, got that out on the table. And uh, you can go ahead and start recording again because I'm okay with, you know, starting anew, starting fresh, like nothing ever happened. Thank you. I mean, I think in, in, in the end it's a win-win for everybody. Um, we shifted the paradigm as much as we could. And uh, now at the end of the day, we're back to where we needed to be and we're going to start fresh. You know, we all we had a good time where we could rest. We got everybody together. We did some team building exercises. Um, Nad showed us some really good tricks with um, auto create on the PowerPoint presentations. I didn't know you could just do if you just had a PowerPoint presentation with a bulleted list and you said create word art or smart art, you know, all of a sudden you can just make it into something that, that, that looks really good. So. Obviously, El Chapo is uh, has been on the phone all day with his lawyers and uh, his girlfriend. Obviously, this episode so, of Executive Picture brought to you by Tesla Blacklight Markers. So yeah, it's great to talk to you again. Oh, and hey, all, all all BS aside, I can't believe you did it. Thirty days. <laughs> yeah! oh! John, Thirty days in the Thirty days in the <laughs> Gosh, thank you. I, I, you know, I was, there's moments in my life that I recall, you know, that were just touched me deeply. And obviously, you know, the the, the birthdays of my two daughters is, is, is up there. The, the day that I got accepted into law school, and, and honestly, this this day might be right after those events. I, I tell you, it's just uh, I the the amount of content that's going on coming out of your brain. And what I do really appreciate. Is that you're right? Uh, the, the the listener, well, and I'm Joe Listener. I, you know, this is not C-suite now. This is you're me Joe, putting listener, Joe number listener one. Cap on. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I appreciate that. Mm. I, I have that tattooed on my on the small of my back, actually. So, uh, <laughs> but my, my point Ooh. here is that I don't care about current events. I got my Twitter feed. I got my news feed. I got people at the water cooler. I don't care about current events or celebrities. What I care about is what is currently going on in the insane brains of El Chapo. And Johnny Kilbasa yeah. and guests. So you're you're hitting the nail on the head every single day, and I appreciate it. At twice the speed. Yeah. And at, thank at, you. You know, it's uh, one point. I've I've stepped it up. One point five. I've uh, been taking my daughter daughter's uh, Ritalin medication, so I've uh, been able to. <laughs> you amp, sound like you're at one point five x right now, and you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I I'm getting a lot more productivity now that I'm uh, medicated uh, constantly. So it's <laughs> great. Uh, I, I figure I can speed up the podcast. I can get more output. I can have more productivity, and uh, you know, just be a better executive all the way around. You purposely passed your exit just so you could turn around and listen to it again. Well, since C-Suite got his own Tesla 3 model, he pretty much doesn't. He stays in his car and drives around <laughs> under any circumstances. Sometimes he'll get the daughters in the car. Sometimes he'll, you know, he'll get whoever he needs to get in the car, but he doesn't want to get out of the car. And, right. and I wouldn't want to get out of the car either. So he might sit in the driveway for a little. I, I mean, you've been, are you still sleeping in the Tesla 3? Like it's well, a campground you know, or a camper? Definitely, definitely sleeping in the Tesla 3, but uh, I, it's weird. I have this... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it very clean, right? So uh, the, the, I'm, I'm stepping out to shower and keep it clean. I, I have not eaten in the car yet. Oh, um, really? And, but you know what? We're guys. We we have a big lunch. We're on our way back. I, I'm doing my best not to uh, pass gas in, in the uh, Wow. That's a lot uh, to ask. I'm, That's almost too well, much to I'm, ask. I'm just going to say this. I, I, you know, for, for your listeners' sake, uh, I'm trying to do that. I, I, I didn't necessarily say I've succeeded mm-hmm. in that uh, regard, but I definitely – cognizant about keeping that new car smell as long as i possibly can i would have thought that there was some sort of switch that that your boy put in there that just said central fart and you know you just push the central fart button all of a sudden all these these vacuum fans kick in it's like it just sucks it out like it never happened so you could just rip well, ass you know, the entire time and not even have of, to crack the crack the window open I, I haven't even had a chance to dive into all the Easter eggs that are here in the car. And okay. That that wouldn't surprise me if that was one of those central central fart clearing. Yeah, that central would make a lot fart. Of sense. Mm-hmm. So C C F C, right? That would right. be a, 
that would be pretty good. Yeah, it's probably it's probably the same thing. Like if you were if you were smoking, not that you would ever do that, but if like if someone decided they would smoke a cigarette or smoke a joint in the sure. Tesla three, you just right. put push central fart and it would just suck everything right out of it and stick it right out the back. Volvo I mean, actually gonna... tried to patent the oh, did the, the central fart and uh, I don't know Elon uh, somehow somehow put the kibosh on it. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a, a big team of lawyers, I know, I'm mm-hmm. sure. So mm-hmm. Speaking of he's, which. He's dealing with some SEC which. issues right now. Yeah. 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 And what was the color of your your Tesla 3? I know it has to have some sort of unique color. I mean, I would call it blue, but I'm not good with colors. But what does Elon yeah, call no, it's, it? It's the, it's the metallic blue. It's uh, definitely blue is the right way. And I, I was uh, uh, charging it at the uh, supercharging station today. And I pulled up right next to somebody who had the exact same car. And we got out and had a nice chit-chat. Uh and he Sorry. was like, uh, he, he got the exact same thing. He got the, uh, uh, he had the blue, he had the dual motor, he had the performance package. He's like, yeah, I mean, you're the first guy I've seen that has the same one. I'm like, yeah, you too. And we hugged, you know, and, and uh, uh, basically, you know, we gave the secret handshake and, uh, and uh, re- you know, just embrace the, pa- the fact that we're part of a community and you're not. So suck it. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. It's, uh, it, it, I, I'm so happy for you. And, Dude, uh, I, I honestly like like no shit like absolutely I I am uh, I'm living in the future I feel like uh, it's it's so fun it's neat it's something that I'm passionate about and uh, I have a I have a hobby it's it's the first new car I've ever bought and uh, I'm gonna try to keep it in good shape as long as I can hopefully I won't crash it yeah and it's you know and, and it's not just a car it's also the culmination of your years of hard work and success that paid off in the form of this car. Yeah, man. Well, you know, it's a. I, I haven't. I haven't done a lot of crazy things. You know, I, I got. I bought, got the big house, but I, I wanted to get it. I wanted to get, get this car, and, and you know, the guy was telling me today. He's like, "Yeah, I'm getting the tinted windows." I'm like, "Tinted windows? I fucking want everybody to see this. Me driving this car." No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm rolling the window down, saying, "Hey, look, everybody, it's me. Yeah, C-Suite's rolling." Yeah, I thought there were see-through <laughs> doors and th- see-through <laughs> floors so, and see-through roofs, so everybody could see me from every angle. Well, Watch like, me jerking off that. while I'm driving. I was gonna say we can't have that because of the uh, uh, I, I don't wear pants most of the time when I'm <laughs> driving in the car, so I don't want yeah. to have see-through doors. Uh, that could be an Easter egg. I might hit a button, and all of a sudden I can just see right to the road. You don't know. Yeah, that would be sweet. You know, my my dad had a C-suite. my dad had an old Ford Pinto where you could see through the floor, but it was just because it rusted out. <laughs> but this is a this is a whole different ball game. That'd be cool if you could get the the glass floor. The glass bottom boat on the Tesla three. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, hey, they're 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 producing about four to five thousand a week of these things. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you, if you haven't seen them on the road, you're going to pretty soon. They're everywhere. That's great, man. Changing the world, man. Changing the world. And and you're on the cutting edge, the razor's edge, they say, as they say. I, I, I was worried that it would be the bleeding edge, but I think it's okay. <laughs> I think they've got it worked out. I feel like we're on the. The cutting edge is the right adjective here. How's the back seat in those things? Um, it is. So this is basically, you know, it's a four-door sedan. Mm-hmm. It's smaller than it's smaller than the Model S. Um, two adults can fit back there comfortably. Um, but Could Machu Picchu yeah. get back there? If you had to put Machu uh, Picchu back there, would he be comfortable? I mean, I'm obviously he would be bitching the whole time, but could he physically get back there? So, so you know, Elon's six four. Really? And, I didn't realize yeah, he was that so, big. He's a tall guy. He's a tall guy. And when, when we were cruising around, when he was, you know, giving my test drive, he, he actually prefers to sit in the back. Too, so he uh, huh. he likes it back there. But uh, honestly, I think Machu Picchu would he would be able to manage. Saying comfortable is one. You know, I, the old car was a you know I had a, a old S class Mercedes, which is basically built for you know you and five of your you know six foot two fat CCW uh, executives rolling right. around. And, yeah. Uh, so this is definitely smaller than that, but I've had no complaints thus far. How about mm-hmm. that? Okay. I mean, I know that, you know, my dad has a Camaro, and there's no chance in getting Machu Picchu in the back of that. There's no chance in really getting and the, the fact that they have a backseat is really a technicality. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like they, they call it a backseat, but it's there's a rumble no room seat. for everything. Yeah. it's a It, it really is. No, and I, I actually use that. So, so the, the seats – both of the seats fold down so you can actually lay them flat so you can have access all the way to the trunk. Oh, okay. Um, I took a little golf trip and we had, uh, uh, two big golf bags and one in our, in our trophy, which is this absurd 
James Brown uh, dancing doll topped, uh, you know, six foot nice. uh, uh, trophy, and it was laying down flat, and it fit in here pretty well. So, mm. yeah, I mean, it's it, it it has everything everything that I need. Uh, it's it's really designed to be the everyman vehicle. It's not supposed to be something that's out of the price range for for uh, you know for for the masses because uh, they really are, are pushing that vision of saying let's let that let's let this be the car that gets us off the teat of fossil fuels at least for you know transportation yeah so it, uh it, hopefully it works hopefully it, it may it, it does it's already it's already outselling every other car in its class including the bmw model 3 by like three times and uh, uh from what i understand you know yeah they're filling back orders in but for people that i talk to and I, of course i'm excited about it uh it sounds like people are like wait what's the price of this thing and i tell them they're like hey that's that's somewhere in the ballpark where that that would make sense. And I'm like, absolutely. I wouldn't have bought it otherwise. It's beyond. It's you know they sat down and and I understand why you're such a big fan of Elon Musk because they he he figured out he figured out all the things that you wanted him to figure out. It's like let's give me all of the horse shit that we need to solve, and then he did it one way Just or do another. It. Yeah, uh, with maniacal obsession. What's that? I'm sorry, C-Suite. Uh, no, go ahead. This is important stuff. Uh, we just had some pizza show up, and what? The delivery guy wants you to call him? I think he lost his phone. You have Did you, like? I, this, the pizza guy wants me to call him? I don't know if I have his number. I can't. I mean. Is the phone Is he in the driveway the looking for his phone or something? <laughs> Okay. So wow. We've got. Uh... Hey, get him on the podcast. Bring him in. <laughs> so okay, okay, good. Okay, so to fill you in, C Suite. Sorry, we had some pizza delivery coming, and um, El Chapo was nice enough oh, no, to answer it. the door. He answered the door, <laughs> and then apparently, um, ten minutes later, the pizza guy comes back to the door and goes, "Hey, can you call me on my cell phone because I lost my cell phone?" And apparently, he put it on the roof of his car. He drove halfway around the uh, block. And it was still there. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh. Like, you do not have a Tesla because I think the Tesla tells you if you leave like a cup of coffee or a phone on the roof. I, I Is bet that it right? Does. Yeah. Because Elon Musk used to do that a lot, mm -hmm. and he's like, before I sell a car to anybody, I want them to have this sensor that you know lets them know. Yeah. Well, you, you know what's funny about that it's is Bluetooth. that my phone, my phone is my key. So ah. if I do, if I, if I do exit the vehicle, it lets me know that my car, that my, I, my phone is either with me or not. So that, that that's they did that. Yeah. Oh, that is so funny. And that's how I knew he, he's not driving a Tesla. He's, yes. You know something else. <laughs> Which that that reminds well, that, me of a story that I may have told during the Pizza Crown. I mean, I don't know. I know, I know that everybody doesn't memorize everything that ever happened, but one of my favorite um, one of I my do. favorite pizza memories <laughs> is is being working at the pizza the the pizza what do we call it the Pizza Palace? And, yeah, with uh, Pizza Paisan. Right, with the, the rest in peace, Pizza Paisan. I love that motherfucker. Anyway, this this disheveled mother of young children came in to pick up a pizza. She's got a kid on her hip and another kid running around. She gets a pizza and she's, you know, her hair is all messed up. And she goes like, I, here you go, blah, 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 blah. And <laughs> she's like, oh, thank you very much. I'm good. And so she, you know, there was a window. You could see him driving away from the pizza palace. You could see him driving back into town. And um, after she left and got back in her car, I went back and sat down. And I could see her car driving back into town. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a pizza box on top of her car. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> she went. She wow. had to get her kids back in the car, and she set that pizza box. And you know, if you get, you know, if, if there's some sort of uh, greasy, wet kind of film, it'll stick to the top of that car for a while. <laughs> yeah. So you know, well, she you drove know, away, and that sucker was right, <laughs> right on top. I, see, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad it wasn't Machu Picchu because his, his priorities would have been to put the pizza and secure that in the car and maybe left this kid on the roof oh yeah so <laughs> that's I'm glad, true <laughs> i'm glad that, that that person took care and secured her children first oh my god because right. it, you know the pizza box i mean kudos to pizza buys on for being kind of a visionary thinking hey this might happen yeah let me make this pizza greasy as shit so it might <laughs> stick to the top of the roof while you're driving 35 miles an hour down main street totally <laughs> totally and that's how it Genius. went I hope she. I hope she found out. I mean, and, and I don't know who she was, but I, I knew a lot of people in that, in the town at that time. And I, I will never know if if she actually made it home with that pizza. <laughs> it's so funny. 
that is know, that is great kudos to young mothers questions. everywhere yes, so sir. c-suite no, that's, that's glorious yeah it's great to have you here and well, you know dude, we, thanks we, for having me i'm so honored yeah you're the uh you're the you're the closer you know we we saved you <laughs> for the ninth inning when things were most important we brought you in last week and unfortunately nad vaculette well i mean i don't i can't even say unfortunately with nad vaculette yeah. i mean you pretty yeah. much I'm, i mean i'm letting it slide that you tried to steal nad vaculette from me i mean i just understand <laughs> that you're out there trying to make a buck just like everybody else and i brought a guy in and he was something that you were looking for so you know he shifted the paradigm at the end of the day for your marketing department but then you said okay we're not gonna we're gonna go a different route there and everybody's gonna be good well, I mean, so. would, would you would you rather have somebody stabbing the back or look in the eyes as he's stealing your you know stealing from you yeah i, mean, I, I would rather have somebody look me you know all is fair in love and war right so right. i hope you could appreciate that and you know uh, it's all water under the bridge for me as far as i'm concerned <laughs> Yeah, and it's good that Nadvin, you know, is we don't try to use business cliches whenever we can, and uh, Nadvaculette defines those business cliches as much as he can in his PowerPoint presentation. So that's what we try to do here at the Sausage Hut, and you know that. So, well, I mean, El, El Chapo knows this, and you know, the the slideshow was so long, I, he should have spent more time on the whiteboard presentation, but. Uh, yeah, big faux pas by using the blacklight, uh, but without a blacklight. That that was just really a. That, yeah, you know, I couldn't see anything. That was a really no. bad bad mistake. Right. At the end of the day, everybody wants to stitch together their data silos for maximum conversion when they're, you know, extracting the personality of their buyers and blending data enrichment providers into a, you know, a, a unique CRM that we can all agree on when we come to the conference that we have every, uh, you know, twice a year. So we're we're going to move on from there. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. Well, you know, you know I'm, Johnny, I'm not surprised that, uh, you know, you and I were, were – on the same page there and that uh you know we were both kind of thinking from outside the box and, and we, we decided that you know uh, at the end of the day when it really came down when the rubber met the road you know yeah. that uh uh we were all working together to uh, on a similar path uh, about the, the the collective you know unification of the visions of what we see whether it's my company whether it's your company so we we had that going it was a uh, it was it was similar and, and to be forthright, uh, it was refreshing. It was refreshing, absolutely. Yeah, you know, we tweak the details. We get what we need to do. We work out the the, the small points and we go forward together, right. like we That's did. Absolutely right. And thank you, Nad Vaculette. And maybe maybe we'll have him back. Maybe we won't. I don't know where he's at in his head right now. I'm. Well, yeah. I'm just glad we were both proactive to find the solution. You know. Yeah. You don't you don't want to be waiting in the wings. You want to be proactive for sure. Yeah, exactly yeah. so let's go let's as the uh as you're the number one historic so let's shift gears here a little bit sure a little um, review time yeah let's uh, and el chapo is is more than happy he's happy you're here and i'm happy el chapo very good I'm, very good thank you and um as the 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 number one historian as and as, as i'm also looking at this disgusting whiteout in happy valley the Ohio State Buckeyes hopefully will be unfazed by that. But anyway, C-Suite, let's look back. Let's look back at 30 podcasts in 30 days. I know that you didn't think this was going to happen. And one of the things that I appreciate of you not thinking it was going to happen is it was motivation for me. And just like, just like one of my buddies who decided to become our, our, our buddy, the monster, who was an engineering major when he was a, a, a freshman he decided that he was going to be a an engineering major and i told him you know dude you're never going to do it and you know he used that as motivation to become not only an engineering major but like he also got an mba and i think it was mainly just because i told him he couldn't do it so he you know he what used I, that as motivation i got i gotta toss this out there it's so uh uh ironic maybe not ironic maybe just poetic that I think some of my biggest motivations come from our circle as well. Uh, you can ask the ghost about this. I wonder if he even remembers. Uh, there was a time when there was some question about if I was going to go back to law school after I, you know, basically I took the year off. It became two years. I unintentionally took two years off yeah. uh, because of some personal stuff going on. And I remember ghost saying, well, you're just never going to law school now. <laughs> and I tell that story a lot because I remember saying I wasn't mad at him. Right. I just was, I said, you know what? 
motherfucker spite can be a very powerful motivator. It really and that's is. And probably, that's probably why Monster did that. And he probably has all of his success to thank to Johnny Kilbasa. I right. love it. Yeah. <laughs> Sowing a seed of doubt in your brain and saying <laughs> you you use that spite to be hey, good. Some people like negative reinforcement. Some people need attaboys. Some, but some people just need some raw dog spite to get right. them through. Yes. Pure... <laughs> Pure unadulterated hate. Anybody can say "good for you," go for it, but <laughs> only a true friend is like, "You're not gonna." No, you're gonna yeah, fail. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else is blowing smoke. Your friends keep mm -hmm. it real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, your friends tell you bullshit, dude. You're oh, not, you're using yeah. uh, black light dry erase markers. Good for you. That's great. That's gonna work great. <laughs> Oh. Hey, a little close to home there, buddy. Hey. 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 All right, all right. Let's keep it fair. You keep know, it fair. Yeah. Nobody knows. Well, I don't know if everybody that works for C-Suite knows that he actually has a belt that has a dry erase eraser and is room for like four different colors well, of dry erase marker is, on his belt. I mean, I, I mean, you could call it like maybe a utility belt. I don't know if a belt is like Batman. Like, the Batman. It's inspired by Batman. Belt. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I have the belt of all belts. Yeah. yeah they know he when he walks in the room, he's got the eraser, he's got the red, green, and blue, and the blue. They know I mean business. C-Suite, right? can, can I ask you, uh, do you, do you prefer a bullet tip or chisel point? That is a great, great question. In fact, it's a question that needs to be asked more often. Uh, yeah. for the, uh, I don't, I don't feel like we've ever addressed this on the show, and I, I just want to bring well, it out now. You, yeah, well, thank you. I think it is, this is an opportunity now to uh, talk about the uh, positives and negatives of the chisel point versus the, the, the fine tip. I, I'm a chisel point guy, wow. uh, and I think, I think you'll find that uh, you know, having uh, the ability to kind of uh, you know, go thin. a little calligraphy style if you need to, yes. uh, it's a it's – a, it's a, it adds a little extra spice, extra flavor. Uh, El Chapo uh, is a calligraphy yeah. master, by the way. Um, so he's he's dedicated to the chisel point. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm happy to Not hear to that. I mean, I, Not I, surprised. Creative th geniuses are thick and understood. thin. Thick and thin. I like I like to mix Roger it up. Roger that, dude. <laughs> oh wait, what were we doing? We were, we were reviewing the thirty yeah, days. No, I, I'm <laughs> all for <laughs> chisel point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And we can we can uh, even get into the angles that you want to go for when you're when you're at the board. Ballpoint you know? pens yeah. ruined handwriting is well, all I'm gonna say. See, no, he's right. I mean, you know what? I don't. You don't need an executive perspective. You you've got El Chapo. He can provide that for you. <laughs> he's right on the money. Yeah. I second that. Executive calligraphy points. Would you say that your handwriting on the whiteboard? Would you say it's serif or sans, sans serif when you when you're well, going see, for that, it? That, that's God. You guys are just. I mean. Did we? People are going to think that we prepped for this conversation because it's like you're speaking to my soul. <laughs> you're reaching into my my core of my being and asking me all these questions. No, what's, I can't change my font, which is why the chisel point's nice because I can just I can go in from a different angle and it appears mm. to be a different font. So, oh, and, you want some italic italicized up in this bitch? Watch this. Bam. Wow. Uh, you know it's just. It's a it, it's a it's a it's a trick of the trade, and I'm not I'm not afraid. I've got a lot of company secrets, and I was going to keep this one close to the vest, but mm -hmm. I think it's time that uh, I'm at the point now where it's time to give back to the community. Well, I, I think Steve Jobs should be. Um, what do you call it when you when the Catholics vote? Uh, who should be sanctified? You know, be a saint. Sainthood, yeah. Sainthood. Yeah, I'll, I'll, and I, I believe beautification. Beautification. All right, yeah. I believe Steve Jobs should have that, but I'm going to give him. Uh, I'm going to minus one point. A, a big point for the sans serifs with the uh, Macintosh. That's all I'm going to say. Because mm. I'm 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 all about serif. Hey, you know he probably would appreciate the criticism. I mean, you don't get better, Kabasa. You know, unless you get critiqued. Right. And uh, you got to do you, it. If you can't if you can't stare criticism in the eye, then then, then just get out the way. You don't I mean, get better. You yeah, you don't get better. better by a bunch of yes men around you. You raise your got chin. It. You take the criticism. You acknowledge the criticism, you appreciate the criticism, and then you go back and you cry for 15 minutes. And, you know, you, you sit in the fetal position in the middle of your kitchen floor while nobody's looking in your underwear. And then you get up the next day after drinking heavily, and then you wake up, and then you go back to it. And that's how you grow. Well, you know, on, on this note, I mean, you're bringing up some really, really good points again here, and I, I want to... Uh, 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 I guess uh, stay on this for just one second. So sure. I've gotten to the point where I not only like hope for criticism, I crave it. Right. So, and sometimes if I don't get enough criticism, 
um, well, not, I don't do this, but I, I've heard that other uh, executives like will you know call up ladies of the evening and have them you know wow. come and hurt them mm-hmm. uh, and pay money to 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 get beat on and, yeah. and very high level people, high powered people have this done. It's because they've they they they've reached this pinnacle of their career where where they are are power savants. And they 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 need to be told that they're not good enough. They need to be told mm. that that they can do something better or they're not worthy. And I've heard that uh, some people actually pay people to come in there and and and, and treat them uh, with such uh, uh, regard, I should say. Yeah, and that's why that's why I think if you go to xhamster dot com, you'll see that you know ruined orgasms and you know financial shaming is such a huge thing among people. Especially executives. Well, I, if, I, I remember when, uh, you know, not to turn this into a love fest or anything, but I do remember, and I, I use uh, C-Suite's co- quote quite a bit. He's, you know, I remember one time he said, the most progressive man is, is the one who's willing to turn around. Right. And uh, <laughs> that scares me, but that is funny at the same time. <laughs> it's very funny. It's very funny. It's very Executive I perspectives. Think, you know, I, I bet you think that was. I think that was actually Winston Churchill. But I get confused oh, that, for him. Yeah, you're right. A lot of times, I get that. Well, I thought you were talking um, about how you could drive forever in your Tesla, but even if you miss your exit, and you, you sometimes you're afraid to admit that you missed it. But you know, if you want to get back on the right path, you you have to turn around. And you know, I, I appreciated that a lot. We're gonna come up with yeah. a game next 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 time C Suites on, or we're gonna try to come up with a game, and it's called. Who said it? Winston Churchill or C-Suite? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That new be, segment. That would be good. New that segment. Would be, I'd enjoy that. <laughs> it's like, Carl okay. Carl Sagan uh, or C-Suite? Right. <laughs> Winston Churchill or C-Suite? <laughs> it's like, okay, we shall fight in the streets. Uh, who is that? Okay. Uh, stepmom foot jobs. Who is that? <laughs> we shall never turn around. <laughs> Uh, you know, one of my one of my favorite, actually, Winston Churchill quotes. This is really a Winston Churchill quote: "Is uh, when you're going through hell, keep going." Um, that's that's inspired me. No, that's a great you one. Know, yeah. You this, you would get out quicker get that way. I bet. Yeah, if you're going through hell, yeah, don't turn around and get out. Just get out of there. Good, you're already there. Now, man, it's uh, every day's a struggle, brother. That's a great that that is a great quote, and it remind you know when I I play a lot of Elder Scrolls online, and that quote kind of comes in handy because if you're gonna go into a cave, and you know that there's a boss at the end of that cave, but there's a bunch of freaking you know undead in front of you, there's no reason to turn around and go out of the cave. You just have to keep going into the cave because you know you're gonna, and if you have to die and just regenerate right there in front of the boss, just go ahead and do it. And you know, perfect make, analogy. Yeah, perfect make, analogy. Make when your dry erase marker starts to go dry, keep writing. Keep going. You're in hell already. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Just power sweet, through sweet. it, man. Because sooner or later, you're gonna defeat the boss, and there's gonna be some sort of trap door where you can just go right back up into the city that you're in. Perfect. You, you, you you're a philosopher and a scholar and a gentleman, C Sweet. Yeah, I can't. And, hey, I, I'm not. I, you know, uh, I, 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 I compliment you, and I, I'm not just doing it. But man, the jam that you were on the uh, last podcast, wow, dude! At, at 1.5 speed, I thought <laughs> I was sitting next to freaking uh, James Brown and Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles, uh, just all having a jam session. Was, oh, you uh, listen dope. to you listen to laying down to funk already. I'm, Hell yeah! I'm glad. You know, I was really, I was really proud of that. I mean, when I, I came up with a brand new jam today, and I, I laid it down, and then I got into laying down the funk, and I put a couple things together, and I was like, you know what? I, I listened to it after I was done, and I was like, I was like, okay, I know I say that nobody else is doing this kind of thing, but there's nobody, nobody. Adam Carolla, uh, Joe Rogan. I don't get Rachel Maddow. None of them are laying that kind of funk down. <laughs> you know what? That would be great if they did. Okay, I'd like to hear. I love to hear like Rachel Maddow's like dope, dope beats on the yeah. on the Garage Band. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna bring. We're, gonna, we're coming right back. That intro music you just heard was some dope jams that I was just putting together on Garage Band. Here's a historical <laughs> intro to how I laid these jams down. Yeah. We'll be back tomorrow with some more uh, Russian collusion information. But uh, in the meantime, we're gonna finish it out with uh, some great thick Garage Band jams that I came up with this afternoon. <laughs> 
I appreciate it. I, mean, I, I love C-Suite. I love you, you man. You put these things on iTunes, available to purchase. People would make this shit their ring. You're right. You're only. right. I've got things that I could. It, it need, they need to develop out a little more. But why not? And, why shouldn't I, you know? And I, 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 I'm not sure you, what your comfort level or if this has been something we, I don't, you've never discussed on the podcast, but you also have other music that is cataloged that, uh, that I, I think it would be an opportunity to put that on iTunes now, but you're you, definitely. Can, you can delete that out if you want. No, to no, later, that, but... no, that's true. I mean, it's used in the you know the the intro song yeah. and the outro song, and I've used a lot of the songs from the album that I recorded ten years ago. Is from well, I think from there's that your stuff. funding. If if you've got cat, if you've got people that want to support you, right. uh, uh, and they're out there, man, you've got subscribers. Uh, hey, go pick up my album. Check this out. Hey, help me out. Go pay a dollar twenty nine for yeah. Go pay a buck twenty nine. Yeah, and, uh, for... uh, El, El Chapo's my witness. I, I'll only require fifteen percent of the proceeds because it was my idea. So no big deal. I mean, we'll we'll make it work. I'll publicize it for you. That's a deal. <laughs> the ink is still wet. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually I, thinking. It, it's funny that you brought that up because I was thinking about today. I was thinking about um, Puerto Vallarta, the song that we that came up. I guess it's been a, it's been a while, but I think Puerto Vallarta is something that we could really do and get the Latino audience uh, oh, yeah. into the fold. Yeah. And then next thing you know, we're wearing white suits and we're going to Puerto Vallarta with a big band and we're performing live the Puerto Vallarta song. See, what yeah. bothers me, I, I've reiterated this before, but don't talk about it on the podcast because anything you talk about on the podcast never comes to fruition. <laughs> so so right, right now you've already doomed the Puerto Vallarta trip. So right. shame on you. That needs to be offline discussion. That needs to be something that's set aside in post or uh, pre-show meetings, which I, I know you guys have. The sausage hut needs a dry erase yeah. board, so we actually have um, <laughs> bullet points here. Yeah, we'll put it right up there with finding the Monster Mash uh, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whoa, wow. Great callback. Oh, those guys. Did we, we tracked it like, to South America at one point, or was it U, the Ukraine? I think it was something? Ukraine, yeah. They're, they're yeah. somewhere in Ukraine. They're probably in wow. jail or dead or like they've That's been poisoned cut. with something by now. That's a deep cut right there. That's Which, a, yeah. I hope your listeners appreciate that. Yeah. So, okay, C-Suite. We, we've talked for uh, like three and a half hours now. You know, oh. what? we need to go back to what you're here for. And that is let's take – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post-production some music in here. Let's take a look back at the month in review c-suite we've got 30 podcasts in 30 days nobody thought we'd do it we ended up doing it this is the last one as we head into rocktober and who knows what's going to happen there i mean i I would like to say that the the downloads are up i mean i i this was an act of marketing it was an act of desperation it was an act of I don't know. It was act of something like something need to happen because we need more people listening to this stuff because I think we know that if if it's much people like this now, I know that there is a lot more people that'll like this. So that's why we did 30 podcasts in 30 days. So let's take a look back C suite as the the official historian of the Sausage Hut. Let's go all the way back to September 1st. <laughs> And see what you think. Oh, see what you think. Oh, sorry, my my mic. See what you think about the third last thirty days. So if I can, I mean, I'll just go ahead and throw some things out here really fast, and then you can give us your opinion of what happened here. So, so let's talk about thirty podcasts in thirty days here. The month of September in the Sausage Hut. We started off with a three-part series on the fantasy football roundtable. As everybody got their stuff in for the fantasy football, and then we did. The cheap seats, and that was, hey, we did a lot of live fast food review on the radio. We did a lot of live football minutes, and then we we watched a couple episodes of The Price is Right. We had El Chapo come in, and we did we did a lot about El, what was it, uh, Key Largo. Oh, <laughs> just, we spent a lot of time on Key Largo. We got a couple good things about that. And then, you know, Nad Vaculette came in. We got that. And then uh, we talked about old video games. We talked about, you know, our normal po- um, Sausage Hut podcast. We did um, 
more football minutes. We went live to the Cleveland Browns game. We talked about the Cleveland Browns game with you and Spy Hunter and all sorts of other things. We talked, the Meat Master came in and talked about his all inclusive vacation. And then uh, that was, we pretty much rode all that sort of thing out. And then the last couple of days, I was talking about the Australian Rules football game, which was last night. I ended up staying up until 4 30 in the morning. It was a good time. And then uh, laying down the funk was today. And there you go. It seems like, I mean, if you if you put it to all together like that, it seems like it was a really short month. So there you go, C-Suite. What do you think about that? Well, I, I just want to congratulate. I know that uh, Mishy had been on the podcast before, but this this month was really his coming out party. Um, just a quick question. Does Mishy walk with a limp? He seems like a guy that might walk with a limp. Just wondering. Just I hope there, so. But... I hope so. Yes. Let's okay. go ahead and assume yeah, that, that he does. Uh, really enjoyed uh, his take on fantasy football. Uh, uh, he's got a lot to say. Uh, I, I, I wonder if he has, you know, uh, just a lot of free time on his hands. And if he does, more power to him. But I did take his advice in one uh, of my imaginary fantasy football leagues that nice. I uh, do in my brain. And uh, uh, it was it was absolutely good advice. Uh, honestly, here's a tribute to the greatest worst song video ever or the worst greatest song video ever. Uh, I don't I don't know uh, the best way to describe uh, Key Largo, but wow, that was a that was a journey. And that song stayed in my head for probably a good 36 to 48 hours. Me too. Um, it was terrible. So, it was awful. It is the that. worst video of all time. One of the worst songs ever made. Johnny Kielbasa could not let go of that. I, it was in my head for weeks. It was an earworm on. It was an ear tapeworm, is what it was. <laughs> it was 26 feet rolling through my ear down to my esophagus. Good night, bogey on the call. We had it all. <laughs> and it's all El Chapo's fault. He walked in here. I almost. I yeah. I almost regret ever bringing that up. I did not know that that was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, he did. He came in here just yammering off about Bogey and McCall, and I was like, oh, my God, I remember that. And the next thing you know, we're looking it up. Oh, it was well, terrible. You know, we're, we're, we're in the same uh, demographic as far as age. Yeah. I had never put that together that it was Humphrey Bogart. I, I didn't know that was a – I had the same uh, issue. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I now that I'm a grown-up, I should know what that is now. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. that, was, that, was, that was something. Uh, uh, information I never knew I needed. And thanks to the Sausage Hut, now it's firmly implanted into my uh, uh, my, uh, uh, my habit-forming memory, and I'll never be able to forget it. Oh, uh, yeah. We, yeah, you almost wish you could unhear it. <laughs> I, I, I know I do. I, I can't. And can't I ended it. up, so C-Suite, I ended up doing a bunch of research on Bertie, what is his name, Bertie Higgins? Yes. Sure I ended up did. finding all the stuff I could about Bertie Higgins and saw a couple, I put a couple um, um <laughs> interviews that he did and he's just he's the cheesiest but he's a nut you know nice guy but cheesy dude but apparently he's, and he's really still big. going yeah he's, he's still going apparently in people in china have an affinity for the yeah. cheesiest song yes. ever so he's huge in fucking china yeah he can go he could go tour like kiss in japan yeah he could go no, to china I'm... whenever he wants to and sell out arenas yeah he's it's so like huge him and david there. hasselhoff could do like a yeah k-pop has totally. nothing on this <laughs> K-pop trains from the moment they're born to do that. They have nothing on this. Man. We had it all. Uh, you know, other other highlights for me is uh, honestly watching The Price Is Right with you. It was I I, <laughs> I, I, I had my doubts. I had my doubts that it was going to be entertaining. And uh, you know, if it was somebody like brand new who had never seen The Price Is Right, it would be one thing. But uh, given your your deep knowledge and affinity. Not only of you know Cleveland's own Drew Carey, but the, the long-running history and success of The Price Is Right. You bring an interesting flavor of what you know uh, lonely housewives do, or unemployed <laughs> people uh, during the day, or you know work-from-home people uh, when, when they watch The Price Is Right. So thank you for that. I, You're I, once welcome. Again, something I never knew that I needed, and I can't imagine living without it. Uh, Australian rules football. Start, uh. You do a fantastic. Uh, uh, I guess impression or or uh, what, do you, what do you call that? You do a you do a very good accent, um, as far as I know, because I don't know anybody from Australia, but I bought it. So yeah, bought there. Here's you know footy there. We've we've all there. The West Coast <laughs> Eagles and the Collingwood the Pie Meg Pies had the grand final right there. Now, I, just a quick note on that: the West Coast team won. They're there from Perth. Yes. Right. So so they they actually yeah. played kind of in the home turf 
of the other of their opponent, right? Yes, yeah. So that's kind of an interesting thing. The home court advantage, for whatever reason, did not push them over the top. It... You're exactly right. Um, it, I think, like, in Melbourne and Sydney, they both have stadiums that I think three or four teams play in both of those cities. But way, it, But if you're in Perth all the way over on the West Coast, it's. Uh, I think they might have one or two teams, but yeah, I, I think I think they were definitely an underdog. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yes. I can, okay, yes. I can hear you now. Okay. You dropped out for a minute. I, my 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 car shut off, and I went to the speakerphone, and then I went back to the car, and you couldn't hear me. So I'm I'm just on the speakerphone. I am uh, I'm I'm out of time. Okay. Um, I have to uh, go meet some very important dignitaries with some uh, weird foreign nation that I can't say. Okay. Um, so, uh, but guys, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I have to ask one final biting question that I know that your listeners and the world wants to know. First question is, well, what's next? Well, what's next? <laughs> and I don't want to put any burden of pressure on you, but do we have anything in the pipeline for Rocktober to keep this momentum going? Because, I mean, I, I don't want to say that it's changed my life, but it's fucking changed my life. Wow. 30 days in the hut. 30 days in September to remember. Uh, it was amazing. So what's next, Gilbasa and Chapo? That's a great question. And I was wondering what would come out of this. And I, first off, I thought, well, nothing's going to happen. But then second thought, I, I, I was like, I started looking at the numbers. And I'm like, holy shit, people are actually listening to this. So, yeah, I think we're going to figure out what we need to keep. We're definitely going to keep, you know, the main sausage huts going. I think we're definitely we have to keep the fantasy football primer. Everybody wants more C suite, so we got to have as much C suite as we can there. So I mean, I, I almost feel guilty doing more prices right. It's like it's like a cheap pop, but I mean, I could I could do a I could do a prices right. <laughs> sing along every day but i don't know about that yeah so we're gonna take in one a lot of things that taught me c-suite i mean i i didn't realize that it almost it, it inspired me to do more it inspired me to 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 realize that i can actually crank out more content than i was doing beforehand and it inspired me to realize that other people are actually listening to this so we need to we're gonna boost it up and um, we got to keep it going. So I'm just not going to take the, the you know the first two weeks of October off and then just go right back to things. I'm going to keep I'm going to keep the momentum going as much as we can. Well, that is music to my ears. No uh, no no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> 1.5 music. El Chapo, thank yeah. you for your effort. Thank you for your creativity, and your clarity. And you're right. I actually tune in because I want to know currently going on in this insane little room we call the sausage gut. I, 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 it's so amazing to me that the, the pizza delivery guy was able to get the bag off his head in time. So you heard it here live. Gentlemen. Thanks a lot, C-Suite. You're great. Later on, bro. All right. C-Suite. Reasons. Breaking it down the whole month the 30 On podcasts. Way to talk important dignitaries. Yes, yes indeed. Yes. Only here in the sausage, ladies and gentlemen. You're right. Shh. <laughs>